the Minnesota Vikings have brought joy and misery to the Vikings fans for many years. At the Skull Purple Podcast, we just want to see the Vikings party with the Lombardi. Join us for analysis, interviews, laughs, and much more. It's the podcast by Vikings fans for Vikings fans. The Skull Purple Podcast starts now. Here's your host, the one, the only, Steggy. Hey, welcome into the Skull Purple Podcast. My name is Steggy, a.k.a. Tony Stegman, a.k.a. Still Eating My Feelings at 0-3. But here we are. Welcome to the show. Very excited to have two wonderful people with me today. Of course, we have Carson, our always fantastic co-host uh, and fearless leader, Mr. Carson Schubert. And, uh, and with us is our reoccurring guest for the Panthers, representing Panther Nation, is uh, comedian Drew Harrison. Drew, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thank you guys for uh, having me and uh, sharing in our wallow here, uh, sing it three. Yeah, I hear that. Uh, I hear that Carolina might also be zero and three, but I could have my, you know, could have my numbers mixed up. I'm no mathematician. Nah, we are. <laughs> we are. <laughs> but it's. Uh, I have to ask you. Uh, I expected to be here. Did y'all expect to be zero and three? That's the big question. Uh, short answer for me is no. Um, <laughs> no, uh, but. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. Carson, how about you? Did you uh, did you foresee an 0-3 start for the purple uh, paradise we've got going on over here? I knew it all along. No, no. I did not. <laughs> um, nope, I sure didn't. I, uh, I was expecting to be probably either 1-2 and two or 2-1. Two and one. Um, I think that was kind of the worst of my expectations would be one and two at this point. I thought maybe they'd lose to the chargers, but uh, I, I knew they'd lose to Philly, even though that could have gone the other way, but uh, I was pretty confident that they were going to win at least one of the two of the Buccaneers and chargers games. And I was pretty confident in the Bucks yeah. game. So that one caught yeah. me off guard. I thought you guys were going to take care of the Bucks week one. Uh, yeah. Well, that shout makes out to my former football podcast co-host Sean Sutler, the biggest of Bucks it's losing his mind. He got got humbled a little bit last night, but still, it's a good start. Of the yeah. Well, you know, even though they did beat my Vikings, uh, hard not to pull for. I mean, I don't know. I, I suppose there's probably a lot of people that don't like Baker Mayfield. Let Baker play for your team. You'll change. <laughs> yeah, I can, ima- I can I imagine. I love Baker. I was a big Baker fan, and I was excited when it came to Carolina, man. But poof, I changed my opinion of that quick. Yeah, just it just feels like a guy that uh, I don't know. You know, he he should be okay. He just seems like a like a regular guy that's trying his best. I don't know if that's good enough. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm glad. I think more than anything, too, like Todd Bowles is getting a good shot in there. And, um, you know, I mean, there's some good pieces. It's not like that yeah. team is, you know, that far off of the Super Bowl roster that they've had a couple years ago. So, 
you know, they can make some noise. Um, but yeah, certainly thought from a Vikings fan perspective, we were going to be able to take care of the Bucks. I did not have us penciled in uh, for a win with the Eagles. However, we did have a chance uh, to win that game. But again, of course, we were running our uh, new, by the way, this is a new offensive scheme we've got this year, Drew. It's called the, <laughs> you don't it's called the, it's called the hot potato scheme. Uh, so we okay. just get the ball and then, hey, we don't know where it's going. Um, I think we're up to nine. Is it nine turnovers now? Uh, uh, ten. Ten turnovers. Ten. Yeah. Like six of those are fumbles, I think. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, do you guys uh, wish you were Dalvin Cook at this point? No. No. Uh, Dalvin Cook would have made zero difference, I think, okay. through the first three weeks. Um, yeah. I, uh, he was not that good last year, uh, for the Vikings in a lot of those games. He did have some good performances and I mean, Alexander Madison performed well against the chargers, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, unfortunate that he's, he wanted more money and the Vikings couldn't pay it, but I don't think, uh, I don't think it's really impacted the Vikings all that much. And, Based on what he's done in New York, his first three games, I'd say, uh, I'd say he's doing about as much as we expected. <laughs> yeah. Well, jets, man. Carson made a really good point. Uh, I think it was after week two. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook for about half the season last year averaged under three yards a carry. I mean, it's it, it the, the run game. Whether you want to blame the offensive line. Maybe, you know, it really doesn't matter. And and a lot of it does rest on the O-line. O-line has issues. But Now, what I was going to ask, because I feel like every team you talk to, every fan you could, we could talk to everyone right now, except for maybe a, like the 49ers and maybe the Phillies and the Cowboys. But why is it that no one, like, you just can't put together a good O-line anymore? Are the edge rushers and the defensive tackles just getting bigger and faster? Like, which I do think is part of it, but like, you just can't put together an O line anymore. I feel like you get those once in a, a lifetime O lines, and if you don't win it in that window, you're screwed. Yeah, I I can't disagree with that. I mean, I do think my opinion on that would be it's tough to put together a solid O line, and then in combination with I just think these defensive linemen, I mean, they're the thing is a good defensive lineman claims a lot of money. So you're going to have a lot of guys that are athletically gifted that are going to play defensive line if they can do it. Right. It's like receivers. It's like quarterbacks. That's why it's my opinion that I think we're going to see a drop off in talent at the running back position, because if running backs aren't getting paid, all these guys I'm that are athletically else. inclined, why am I going to invest a bunch of time being a good running back? I'll just try be to be a, a good receiver. Yeah, exactly. Or I'll be a, yeah. I'll be a corner, right? Um, yeah. And so uh, I just think that the defensive lineman pedigree uh, is just so high up there. And then, you know, on top of it, yeah, old linemen are, I think, just at a higher premium because you have to have five of them, five good ones, uh, unlike just one good receiver or – one good quarterback. Isn't it crazy? Like cracking yeah. crack the line can just ruin it. Yeah. What's your opinion on that, Carson? On the uh, offensive line? 
Yeah, why is why do you feel so like that's hard to tough. put together an offensive line nowadays? Yeah. Well, you can't you can't bring in uh, all the top paid offensive linemen. Um, that's <laughs> that's the problem. I mean, if you want to have a good quarterback and you want to have some semblance of a defense, it's it's hard to bring in a good offensive line. And I do think there are uh, maybe I think maybe Tony was hitting on this a little bit. Offensive line is one of those positions that's not really as glamorous as like a running back or a wide receiver quarterback. Um, so like even tight end is more glamorous, so to speak, than an offensive lineman. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like offensive line, at least at the NFL level, has just kind of dropped off in terms of quality. There's not as many good ones. And so when you do get those good ones, you want to hang on to them. But yeah, it's. Yeah, I, I think it's just a tough position to maintain, too, because you see those guys. Yeah. That as soon as they retire, they drop most of their weight. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be tough to be that athletically gifted and carry around that much extra weight all the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can't can't disagree with that. Uh, that actually is a kind of a nice little segue uh, and before we segue for those that are watching on YouTube or listening via Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, etc. Maybe, maybe a little of Alexa, you know, you can tell your Alexa, Hey, play the Skull Purple podcast. You'll get to hear our beautiful voices. Um, make sure to like subscribe, leave a comment. Um, we do appreciate it. We're owing three on the season. So all the support really does help. It'll probably keep me from winning 500 pounds. <laughs> Um, before the end of the season, right. I promise for every for every new subscriber, it'll be one less chicken wing that I eat on Sundays. So really, you're just saving me from myself. Uh, please save, please stay save Steggy. This yeah, save, save Steggy. Steggy season now. God, God save the Steggy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Every new subscriber, I'll just take one chicken wing, one for pour one out for the homies. Um. <laughs> So, uh, speaking of our franchises, um, yeah, I mean, how, you know, Drew, obviously you've got, you know, a lot of, a lot of new, there's a lot of new out there. Uh, one familiar face, of course, between the Vikings and Carolina with Who's Adam Thielen, but number one receiver, if you would have guessed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, what's, what's the status, the status of the Panthers? Like how... How are you guys feeling? Um, I mean, obviously we talked about the record, but the record doesn't say it all. So, you know, how are you guys feeling? What's been good? What's been bad? I knew we were going to be – it was going to be a rough year. You know, new coach, new quarterback. I mean, yeah, obviously you hope you get the Cincinnati Bengals syndrome and just they come in and start winning day one. But I knew it was going to be a little learning curve. Uh, Tony, we talked about this. Uh, a lot this offseason. I don't know if we necessarily got the coaching right, <laughs> but, you know, time will tell. Because yeah. the first few games were a little rough, and I know you have to uh, take it easy with a new quarterback. You don't want to throw the whole playbook at him. But um, the first few games reminded me of the John Fox era, of where we ran the ball up the middle twice, and then threw a screen pass on third and seven and to hope for the best. So 
my concern right now is more of the play calling and the coaching. Uh, obviously, you know, the big knock on Bryce was, is he going to get hurt? And, you know, he's already missing games. So <laughs> that's, that's tough to swallow. Uh, our biggest fear came true. Uh, but our, our defense is getting there. We're still a defense. Uh, Shaq Thompson getting hurt was devastating. Uh, Horn getting hurt was another devastating blow. So I just – it's going to be a rough year. I just want to see progress. And I'm not seeing it right now. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think that's always a tough thing when you bring in these these new, you know, rookie quarterbacks. And like you said, there's a lot of new. It's a new regime, you know, coming in. Would you say there's anything – that maybe you were looking forward to that you really thought was going to be a good, you know, like uh, for instance, I'll give you, I'll give you an example from a Vikings perspective, like the big variable I thought for the Vikings coming into this next season was the defense. I thought the defense is going to have to be better than it was last year. If we have any chance of improving or at least, you know, still being competitive this year. And then I thought the offense were good. Like, I know we lost Dalvin, but again, kind of explaining the numbers, we really weren't missing that much with Dalvin. Um, yeah. You know, we, we, so my, my thought was this offense is solid. We can rely on the offense. It's really just going to be the defense. And I'll tell you, um, the offense is the problem right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, and, there's, and, it's, and it's like, it's different levels too. Like offensively, there's an issue. Um, but it's not just like execution. I mean, some of it's execution, but it's the turnovers. It feels like we don't have an offensive identity. They just can't get it together. It looks very if disorganized. You, and the coaching, honestly, we kind of, it almost looks like the play calling's not good. Like, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing that worries me, man, is the play calling isn't good right now. Like, uh, we, we should have beat the Saints. Monday Night Football, Bryce Young's introduction to the football world professionally and we lost by a touchdown after we kind of just let it go at the end of the game because we played tough defense we had car reeling we had the saints reeling it's just we could not capitalize on that game yeah or no we lost by we lost by field goal that game so that was a very winnable game to hold the saints anytime you hold a professional football team to 20 points you kind of hope you win that game yeah oh absolutely yeah i mean it's just so you know um i mean is there anything like that on your end where you thought this is this is the thing that i know we're going to be good at or this should be good and it hasn't been there this year very much so uh and that is the run game oh okay Uh, I thought bringing in Miles Sanders with what we were able to do with Foreman last year, when I when we were at the lowest of lows with our quarterback conundrum, <laughs> we could still run the ball. And there was a lot of games that we surprised people in the Steve Wilk era towards the end of the year because Miles or because Deontay Foreman had 150 yards on the ground. But just just these last few games, and I know we had to play behind on Sunday. And so Andy Dalton had to throw the ball 58 times. I never want to say that sentence. Andy Dalton had to throw the ball 58 (laughs) times. Uh, But Sanders, nine attempts, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Yeah. 
And against the Saints, Sanders 43 yards on 14 carries. No touchdown. Yeah. So I thought we got some depth at the offensive line. And I thought uh, we were going to run. He had 72 yards on 18 carries the first game. So we've been (laughs) declining when I thought we were going to be ramping up. So that's the part of the game that I don't wrap. I don't understand, especially with the Saints where we weren't playing from behind and we could have run the ball. And we kind of ran it a little like effectively, and we just didn't. And that left a lot of third and longs for Bryce Young to figure it out. And that's when he got popped, and that's when he got hurt. So, yeah, yes. I mean, there's just there's a lot of new, obviously, going on with your team. And obviously, the the biggest thing that was new, and obviously the big headline uh, in the off season was going to be, of course, Bryce Young. Uh, you know, I haven't admittedly watched a lot of Carolina games. Obviously, I've seen what the media tries to tell us. I've seen some highlights here and there. Uh, but from somebody who's actually watching the games, uh, what have you liked? I mean, I know he was out last week with injury. But, uh, you know, so far, how are you feeling about Bryce Young? I know basically two games in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, what do you what are you thinking about the young rookie quarterback? Uh, I'm digging it so far, man. I'm loving his uh, his IQ. Like you can tell, he is a smart football player. But again, yeah. I'm worried about his size. <laughs> I'm so worried about his size. He's already you're, you're hurt three games in, in an ankle. You know, so I, I'm just worried he goes the Kyler route to where when he's on the field, you love watching him play. I mean, I'm sure Arizona fans might disagree with loving watching him play, but. Uh, but you, can he stay on the field? You know, I don't want this to be a, it's an ankle and then it's, it's an ankle and it's a knee and then it's a, a quad and now his hamstrings mess up, you know? So I'm just holding my breath that this isn't a recurring thing. I have loved when he's on the field, he, you can tell he's very smart, but you also can tell he's a rookie and that, you know, you get what you get with that. Cause he's made some terrible decisions, but what rookie quarterback hadn't, you know, Peyton Manning led the, you know, has the most interceptions in a season his rookie years. Uh, yeah. Definitely not comparing this kid to Peyton Manning, but I, I, I'm i okay with what I'm seeing. Like I said, man, my problem is with the coaching. The coaching at some point, you got to let this guy take some shots down the field. Like, what did we bring Chark in for? What did we bring uh, uh, Sonalt in for? Deep threats. So let this guy throw the ball down the field. If he, yes, he's going to throw some picks, but you, handcuffing him and making him do little down passes are going to result in picks too. So let him go. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I, I think they need to open up the offense a little bit. Um, I will say uh, obviously a huge Bryce young fan. I think you were on when we, when you drafted him and we were talking about it. I love Bryce young coming out, thought he was the best quarterback in the draft. And I for sure still will hold to that. Um, but yeah, but it's just like you don't have many weapons for him. Um, Adam Thielen is a billion at this point. Um, and yeah, should not be our number one option. I'm loving DJ what he's Chark. doing. He's hanging in there, but he's not. A, yeah. he should not be our number one option. Yeah, DJ Chark is probably a number three. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's 
there's not a lot there. And then the offensive line, I think, is still probably an issue for you guys, too. Terrible. That, yeah. So there you go. <laughs> so it's like, well, it's hard to really uh, judge a quarterback based on those two things alone. And then you got to add in coaching. Like you mentioned, you're kind of unsure of which I said at the time, Frank Reich, I, I was not sure about. I, I thought he was good when he left Philadelphia and then he went to Indianapolis and I was like, okay, I've had enough of this. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, he, he almost deflated like, yeah, I'm sure he's a great hire and I'm sure he's a great coach, but this consensus or the senses I'm getting from the fan base is it almost deflated us when Wilkes didn't get that job. You know, he, he brought a Matt rule, mediocre team, and made us fun to watch. So I think, especially the Carolina base, we are very tolerant and we're very patient as long as you give us a product that's fun to watch. So we're okay losing last year, but we were because we're fun. Like if you go back to the, the just run the ball up the middle days and look for the best, this fan base is going to get impatient quick because. We take. We know we can be good. We tasted the Super Bowl. We've been the top. We are one of the few teams that don't have a Super Bowl win, and that's going to start getting louder and louder the more this management misses. Hey, calm down now. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you are on a Viking show. Calm down. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but you guys get it. You know, the fan base gets yeah. more tired. Well, the more the the you get a, the coaching hire you didn't want after coaching hire you didn't want. Draft pick you didn't want after draft pick you didn't want. Which I'm saying I'm not saying I didn't yeah. want that show. I, I really like that. I just now we're seeing the effects of having to get give up DJ Moore for that first round pick. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, does I, that I think hurt that, more than not having a first round pick next year? Is the fact that we don't have our number one wide receiver anymore? When we finally got someone that can throw in the ball, right? Yeah. Well, and the thing is, true. I mean, I I brought this up about uh, we were having a discussion earlier uh, off the air about you know rookie quarterbacks and their Im- immediate impacts on teams or lack thereof. And, uh, you know, people forget that, you know, Patrick Mahomes, even his his first year, and we're talking about a guy that arguably is the best quarterback, you know, to come out of the draft in a long time. Um, He didn't play his first year. I mean, until what, last game of the season? Something like that. So, um, you know, I mean, these guys are going to have bumps in the road. Very, very, very rarely do you see a rookie quarterback do anything worth anything uh their rookie year and if they do uh it just means it's a sign for the future and you know it's just little bits and pieces that they have to build on i mean even a guy like josh allen you know even though he's started oh, to God, have he some... was bad for a few years though. yeah like, but you know everybody was like year two and three people were like when are they going to give up on this guy <laughs> yeah yeah right certainly he's had some struggles as of late too but um you know, it just is one of those things where it takes time, you know, for almost every single quarterback, even the best of the best. Uh, it, yeah. it takes them a little bit of time. So um, we just got a little spoiled. You know, Cam Newton came in our last number one pick and just that's you true. Know, 
slinging it from day one. But yeah. no, I agree with you. I, I like seeing the more of the organizations go to that. Let's draft a guy and let him sit on the sit around for a little bit. Because look, Jordan Love, you know, I mean, in you guys' own division, Jordan Love looks better than he definitely would have if they would have thrown him day one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I well, I and before like, him, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, as yeah. much as we, yeah, and he much as we don't like to, uh, as much as we don't like to keep going back to that team. But anyways, <laughs> Mahomes, Jordan, the bad man, the bad man won't hurt you anymore. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, you sure about you know, that? <laughs> I, I'm. <laughs> well, he's gonna I'm hurt. Not... He's hurting the Packers not getting not getting the snaps necessary for that to be a higher draft pick. So and. For a change, he's actually helping you guys out. That's true. Yeah. 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 True. Now that first round pick becomes a second rounder, I think. Yeah. Which I'm know. over the whole first round pick to begin with, man. Like, I'm, I, I feel like it, we were talking about curses. Like, I feel like that's a curse is the first round picks. You like, I, I don't feel like any of them pan out the way you want them to. Like, I'd much yeah. rather have, you know, stack up my second and third and fourth round picks. I don't yeah, have that pressure of a first round pick anymore. Yeah, I can't necessarily disagree with that. As long as it's not sixth round picks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get enough That's of those fair. around here. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> six rounders at this point are just like, take this guy off our team, please. Yeah, we'll be a six rounder. Yeah, right. Yep. Oh, too funny. Well, speaking of. Carolina, Minnesota connections. We talked about Thielen and uh, certainly that old man. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Carson was so gracious enough to put together a uh, series history between the Vikings and the Panthers uh, for us here. So uh, between the two teams, uh, the Vikings lead the all-time series 10-6. to uh, The last time I was at a, uh, a Carolina game actually to make the full circle connection here was uh, 2014 uh, was Adam Thielen's first game on the 53 oh, wow. or first season, I should say on the 53 man roster. Cause he started on the practice squad for a year. Then he was on the yep. 53 and 14 and uh, he wasn't even playing receiver. They had him playing special teams and he blocked a Carolina punt scooped and scored that was his first touchdown uh as a as an nfl player so how about that for making those connections um and uh yeah vikings have won the last two in the series uh series is even when games are played in carolina so three and three uh on the road there uh point differential which of course minnesotans love to talk about uh carolina leads the series 340-322. What's that? Which is spelled wrong, but continue. Well, the, <laughs> the audio listeners don't need to know that, Carson. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So for all, everybody listening on Apple, Spotify, etc., it's actually spelled correctly. D um, <laughs> for the YouTube uh, watchers, I'm sorry. Make sure to like and subscribe again. We're 0-3. Don't make me eat <laughs> uh, Last time, the Vikings in Carolina... Panthers played the Vikings one 34 to 28 in an overtime victory on October 17th, 2021, obviously inaugural season for the Panthers was at 95, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. 96 yeah, so. was the 
went to the NFC Championship game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Second year. Us yeah, and the Jags. Yeah. Second year, both went to the conference championships. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was fun. I, and the thing is, uh, as some of you know who've listened to the episodes with Drew and I, uh, or any other episodes where I rambled on about useless facts about myself, uh, I am originally from North <laughs> Carolina. Um, and, uh, so the Vikings have always been my team, but my secondary team, uh, again, living in Carolina was, was the Panthers and, uh, I'll always love they the Jersey you, man. Game. Yeah. Cause we, we, you know, we, we were of that age where we had teams already that we pulled for, you know, I was a Washington fan, uh, and I dabbled a little bit. Uh, you guys are going to hate me. Please don't kick me out. But, you know, I loved some of those Favre, uh, Packers years, uh, but. Yeah, Carolina is contagious, man. You have a different team, and then eventually you're just like, oh, man, I guess I'm a Panthers fan. They got me. (laughs) There you go. Absolutely. Well, let's talk a little bit about this weekend, fellas. I think we've talked a little bit about the Vikings. We've obviously talked about the Panthers. What do we think is going to happen this weekend? Uh, Obviously, two 0-3 teams. I guess my first question for you, Drew, um, I'll kick it over to you first as our, our esteemed guest. Um, and, I, and I just don't know. Uh, what's the update on Young? Does he maybe play this weekend? What's the status there? So he's in practice today. It's Tuesday. So that's, you know, not a good sign. Yeah. Um, so we will see. Waited till Friday to rule him out last week. So... He's still got a couple of days to get on the field. I say don't. Like you said, we're over. Why are we going to? We got This is the whole reason we brought in Andy Dalton. No need to rush him back and get further hurt. Don't need to RG3 this man. You know, so. Right. I'm all for him sitting out. Let Andy Dalton. I'm good with Andy Dalton being in there until he's out. Like, if our offense ain't running right with Andy Dalton and Andy Dalton's getting beat up, why are we going to put our new rookie in there? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let him get beat, get beat up. Right. Let him be the t- <laughs> for the test dummy until we get <laughs> yeah. this thing figured out. Because <laughs> there's so much going on. The offensive coordinator. We got a first time QB coach in yeah. uh, Josh McCowan. So there's so many things against Bryce Young this year. <laughs> I say play Andy until we iron these things out. And if unfortunately that means till next year when we get another coach. And so be it. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's a one, I don't think we just give him one year, but you know. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't even have given him one year, but uh, that's just no. Me. Hey, <laughs> we're right there. You know, I mean, tell me, you know, if it was up to me, Mr. Wilkes would be our our head. Our head ball I coach, so. I one hundred percent agree with you, and I am more of an offensive head coach guy now in this league. But Steve Wilkes was the right man. To keep that job, could have brought Absolutely. in a baller. We could have, we could have got Steve Wilkes, and we could have snuck Eric Bieniemy from Washington. Yeah, you know, let him run the offense. But, eh, or how about Kellen know, Moore? Right. How about Kellen Moore? Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of great offensive coordinators out there that weren't quite ready to be head coaches. I'm saying yeah. I truly believe Eric Bieniemy is ready to be a head coach, but the NFL seems to disagree with me. So, with that being yeah. said, I would have loved for him to have his figure it out year and get a head coach calling our offense. <laughs> yeah, in some ways, it's too bad that the enemy went to Washington because it's such a dysfunctional organization. 
Yeah. Uh, well, they're, you know, luckily they're on the right track. It's getting better that Daniel Snyder's out. Yeah. Do you think they'll go back to the old name? There's a petition for it. To go back to the old name? Oh, no. Yeah. No, they can't do that, can they? They got the backing of the local tribe. Or, or um, are you talking about the football team? They want to go back to the Washington football team. Yeah, no. Uh, you down for, you I would are... love the football team. Yeah, yeah, you, no, they you got, are. They have a petition from a, lo- a bunch of local uh, Native Too American generic. tribes to where they want them to go back to. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Yep. I did not know that. I yep. think actually no, said, Tony. I think you might have told me that. Yeah. Well, they said that it's a real like that was a real chief on their helmet, so they're like it was honoring this guy. So now they're bummed that he's not there anymore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now the the new I team. I still owners... think you gotta go like Washington Warriors or something. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he can go straight. I'm all for the. Uh, where'd I go? Can y'all still hear me? There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm all for. I'm all for them. You know, still. You know, but who am I? I got no skin in. I, I got no say in this. You know, I have no yeah. Native American right uh, ancestry. So whatever they decide to do, I hope that they are on board and fully supportive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I know the owner said no dice on going back to the name, but I could see them maybe doing a logo and then a name change that, like you said, Drew, is something, yeah, something else. Because, I mean, all of the, the people that have, have, you know, been affected by this, with, you know, names like the Chiefs and Braves, where it honors, you know, Native American ancestry and doesn't just, you know, a blatant slap in the face. They're all for it. Right. Yeah. 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 It'd be interesting to see. But uh, yeah, good thing Snyder's not there anymore. We don't need to <laughs> yeah. anymore. That's the important thing. Yeah. 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 What, a, yeah. what a disgrace of a human being. Yeah. 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 Once we found out he got into the calendar business, I'll just leave that there. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, moving on. Carson. <laughs> Carson. <laughs> Um, how are you feeling about this weekend? Um, and then we'll get into some score predictions. Um, but yeah, how are you feeling about this weekend, Carson? You feeling good? I mean, I don't know how good we can feel. Uh, but... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I want to feel good. Like to me, if everything goes right for the Vikings, they should walk into Carolina and win by three scores or more. However, <laughs> that's not how this season has gone. And uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to go that way. It's probably going to be another close game. And I'm going to actually pick the Panthers to win this game. Ooh. I'm going to pick the wow. Panthers to win this game. I'm going to say 24, 24, 23. Carolina wins it. <laughs> like a last second Fogo Panera. A uh well, you know what? I'll say uh I'll say Greg Joseph misses at the last second because oh. that that would just put the icing on the cake for an 0-4 start for the Vikings. Okay, now the kicker screwed up. Now we're really screwed. <laughs> yeah, now we're we're knee deep in it now. Yeah. Everyone messes up now. Or no, maybe it's not even a it's not even a missed kick. Maybe it's a botched snap. So, 
so this is what I'll say. The only way I will feel good about the Vikings after Sunday is if they go into Carolina and win by three scores or more. That's the only way I'll feel good about it. If they barely win or obviously lose, I won't feel good about it. But if they barely win, I'm not going to feel good about it either because Carolina, as Mr. Harrison has pointed out to us, is not a great team at this moment. Um, I mean, I think Bryce Young's probably not going to play. I wouldn't play him if I'm Carolina. No. But Andy Dalton's a capable backup. He did things to our defense last year with the Saints. So um, they almost won that game too, by the way. So Did he throw it to himself in that game? Because that's what he's going to have to do. <laughs> no, he did not. Um, so that's the only thing is, do, do you have the receivers to be able to to do it? That's Andy, so, Yeah. yeah. Andy Dalton did unspeakable acts to our to our defense. <laughs> that's, <right. laughs> um, oh, that's how I felt about Taysom Hill, man. Uh, watching him on Monday, every time they gave him the ball, he ran right through our guys. I was like, stop him. Yeah. Taysom Hill, for some reason, is somebody that just annoys me. I just want... Because it's so I, frustrating when the Saints are beating you by using him. That's what it is. Yeah, it's like it's like somebody that has like a create a player in like 2K and you're like stop it. Just it's stop. Not, it. He's not good enough to be a quarterback. He's not good enough to be a tight end, but for some reason he murders defense. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm all uh for player safety, but if somebody implements a bounty system for Taysom Hill, I'm going to be all for it. <laughs> um <laughs> It's going to be the Vikings in week 10. Payback for 09, baby. <laughs> That's right. Go. go for the ankles. Um, so, uh, Drew, I'll uh, I'll kick it over to you before I give my game predictions. How do you feel like this game is going to go? And uh, be my guest. If you want to put a score on it, be, uh, be my guest. Uh, if not, no big deal. I love that we're uh, both just trying here. Because uh, <laughs> I think the Vikings are going to win this game. And I think it's going to be y'all kick a field goal. We let our defense let you march down the field, and you don't miss that field goal. I'm going 24-21. It was tied up until the last minute. Y'all go up by a field goal. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't necessarily. Because, again, defense holding y'all 20-something points and not coming away with the win. Yeah, I I don't necessarily disagree with either of your takes. I think either of those could happen, and I wouldn't be surprised with with either of those outcomes. I uh, but I'm gonna take a different route. I'm gonna say <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say that the Vikings uh, win handily on Sunday. Um, to just because I think Carson, it's short sighted if we say we're going to win by just a little bit or lose by a little bit, because the true Vikings nature is to just obliterate the Panthers, but then come back and get just killed by the chiefs just to give us enough where we feel good for about six days and then have all of our hopes and dreams destroyed. Once again, that's the Vikings are a very like build you up to, to tear you down kind of franchise. So I feel like this is a build us up. Uh, weekend, I think the Vikings win. Uh, I th I say the Vikings win twenty eight to seventeen. I think it's going to be a pretty, and I'm not saying that's a massive win. I'm just saying I I, I don't think I think they're going to come out firing and like yeah we can do it and 
this this is the team we should be and then we'll just again lose to the Chiefs and we're still going to be one and four so uh that's that's where I'm at um is it bad that I'm happy we if we score 16 points against you guys (laughs) (laughs) yeah well well I'll tell you this much I think it actually I think it actually benefits um I think it benefits the Panthers that Young doesn't play this week weekend. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, now that we have Brian Flores as our defensive coordinator, he is just a blitz-crazy defensive coordinator. So they he would be sending the house blitz all of the time. Lot. Yeah. I mean, it would be an onslaught going against uh, Young. And uh, for Young's sake... Not to say we have this incredible defense. I just think Andy Dalton serves two purposes. One, I do think he's a veteran presence where he's going to be able to maybe not make some of the mistakes against a team that's ascending the house constantly. The other thing is, is that um, run for your life, get, Andy. Yeah, he can also get beat up instead of yeah. having Young take you know some sort of blindsided uh, hit from Harrison well, Smith. I gotta so. see. I gotta see. We because our practice squad quarterback got sniped by the Saints today. So if Andy gets popped and can't play, I... <laughs> well, hey, uh, speaking of uh, quarterback uh, problems, I heard that you guys brought Kellen Mond in, old friend from the Vikings, in for a workout. Yeah. Man, yeah. we do not have a third Desperate quarterback. Desperate times, listed. man. Desperate <laughs> times. Yeah, Kellen. I don't Kellen know what was, they're uh, thinking here. Yeah, well, well you know, think... uh, Matt Rule was a big Kellen Mond. Matt Rule loved him from uh, the Senior Bowl. Oh, okay. I'm surprised we didn't draft Kellen Mond. To be honest with you, I wish well, you would have. <laughs> yeah, we would have gladly had you take him off our hands. Uh, let's put it that I thought way. for sure we we're gonna draft him at a Matt Corral. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could do worse. I think Mondas, when I watched him against, uh, I can't remember who, but I watched a preseason game or two because he started the season with Cleveland, and they're kind of loaded in their quarterback room right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying like really, really good in the preseason. He had yeah, DTR. Yeah, Dorian yeah. Thompson Robinson. Yeah, who's just who just showed out in my opinion. I mean, Deshaun hasn't looked very good, and he's got to. I mean, thank goodness for him that he's got all this guaranteed reps, money. Man. But yeah, um, <laughs> well, we got to play him. All right. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's what pushed out Mond um, personally. So I think there's a place for Mond, you know, probably not as a backup, backup, but, you know, if somebody's looking for a third quarterback, you know, he's a guy that can come out and. I don't know, in a pinch, give you a series or two. I mean, he, I've seen worse. I mean, we had Sean Mannion as our primary backup, and I would have taken Kellen Mond over Sean Mannion. So uh, take that for what it's worth. But um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, I think that about wraps it up. Again, um, Carson, Drew, always a pleasure. Thank you again for joining oh, the show, Drew. Yeah. Hopefully we'll um, meet at more fortunate times next time with our teams doing better. Yeah, the the yeah. 0 3 bowl. We got we'll we see got you in the NFC Championship game. 
Yeah. Hey, there we yeah, go. that's right. Yeah. We'll see you in you'll see in January, Drew. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. You know, Who these, we these, for January? <laughs> yeah. These teams are. Uh, yeah, not not looking so hot, but hopefully, you know, hopefully we get a good game this weekend. That's all you can hope for, as you kind of mentioned, Drew. Exciting, look at the end yeah. of the day. It's football. Let's be entertained. Let's have fun with it. Before we wrap up the show, though, Drew, where can everybody find you, consume your media? By the way, everybody, Drew is, again, I know I mentioned the beginning, he's a comedian, very, very funny guy. He's got uh, an album out on Apple, I believe Spotify as well. Super funny stuff. So check out his stuff. But where can can they find you? Uh, Check me out on Instagram uh, at laughwithharrison. Uh, DrewHarrisonComedy.com's got all of my stuff linked to everything. I've got a YouTube a weekly show called Some Random Comedian's Top 5 that means absolutely nothing. So my last two episodes <laughs> have been football-based, so definitely check that out. We covered uh, Top 5 Tailgate Foods and Top 5 Football Movies, so definitely check that out. Yeah, I agreed with your list, by the way. I mean, remember the Titans is phenomenal. It's got to be number one, you know? Yeah. And Rudy just has that nostalgia. I remember watching it as a kid. I'm sorry for leaving out the replacements. I want to publicly say I am sorry for leaving out Keanu Reeves and the football movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, uh, you know, was it Fal- Gene Falco? That was, that was, uh, yeah. yeah. I love Which, it. I'll, Falco matches, but I don't get the gene part. Of those. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of guys named Eugene these days. Um, that look like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> that look like Keanu Reeves, exactly. I don't know if they wrote that part for Keanu. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Carson, of course, we know where to find Carson. Carson, you can find every week here on the Skull Purple Podcast. Um, <laughs> um, you can find me crying in a garbage can outside my house. <laughs> and the again, we are can for the tears. That's nice. That's <laughs> right. That's right. At least there's somewhere for them to properly go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't forget. You got to reuse the recycling for that, Carson. Um, <laughs> goes in the recycling bin. Dang it. Yeah. Um, for everybody else, again, thank you so much. Don't forget, we're 0-3. Please like and subscribe. I don't want to eat myself to death. Uh, it has been a pleasure. Thank you from all of us here at the Skull Purple Podcast. And always, Skull, Skull.